This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Over 2 million men worldwide choose Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. For those that love the Lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your more off loud and proud. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints, and you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0, as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. What's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast and the words of one of my favorite wrestlers, Kofi Kingston. Football is back, baby! And I am so excited. Exactly, Paxton. Football is back, buddy. Football is back, and I know I'm excited about it. I'm ready to talk some football, all this off-season talk and trying to find content and trying to find storylines and trying to find things to talk about. Finally, 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 football is back. And I know I'm not the only person in a Who That Nation that is excited about that. And I'm ready to talk about Saints training camp, okay? I, I am so excited about this, man. But... Before we start talking about St. Training Camp, I got something I need to get off my chest, Who That Nation. This been bottled up in me all day long. Since I seen a story that came out that was by Nick Underhill, the Saints Insider, as I like to call him, the official plug of the New Orleans Saints. Deontay Harris getting a DUI on the 16th of July and now most likely he's going to have to serve at least, at least a two-game suspension. I got to tell you who that nation, I am an optimist. I try to be as optimistic as I can, right? I try to be as 
I try to be as optimistic as sounds of blackness. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all young folks don't know what I'm talking about. But I try to be as optimistic as I possibly can. But I got to tell you, man, I'm just wondering to myself, what in the hell are some of these players thinking? What are some of these players thinking, man, doing some of this boneheaded stuff that they do? I have absolutely no clue. Since... All the, since the offseason started with the New Orleans Saints, it has been storyline after storyline, situation after situation. I, for the life of me, just don't understand. If you want to go out here, you want to get your drink on, you want to get your chill on, you got to go somewhere that involves you happen to bring an AK-47 or, or a handgun or what have you, it's probably best if you just stay your butt at home. Storyline after storyline with this team, man, I got to tell you, the more storylines come out, the more frustrated I get because a lot of these things are completely avoidable. Completely avoidable. Like with David Yamada, you serving six games, man, when the Saints have appointed you as the leading defensive tackle on the team. They decided to get rid of Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown, all these other guys because they felt like you were worth the investment. And what do you do? You go out here and find a banned substance to enter your body. Now, he said he didn't know. But I can't buy that. You have to be more careful, man. You got to know exactly what you are putting in your body. Especially when you are playing a sport that they drug test in. So I can't, I, I can't. I can't accept that. Then my guy, Marshawn Lattimore, man, that's my guy. But at the same time, bro, like, you got to be careful, man, about that company you keep. I understand that you're trying to be, you know, real and you're trying to hang out with your boys. and ain't nothing wrong with that, man. But at the same time, dude, you got to be a little bit more responsible than that. When you are up for a big-time contract, when you are arguably one of the best cornerbacks in the league, you have to be more responsible. And now you have Deontay Harris, a guy who has been a special teams ace since he's got into the league, a guy who was a first team all pro when he first stepped foot in the league. He finally got an opportunity to get some first team reps to be in a starting rotation of the New Orleans Saints to finally step out of that special team shell. And what does he do? He got to get his nip on and he got to get his roll on. If you're going to drink, man, get an Uber or Lyft. It's just that simple, bro. Like, I don't understand this, man. These nonsensical stories and the nonsense of all nonsense. Michael Thomas waiting to the wee hours of the night to get surgery. Man, I, I don't know, man. I really just don't know what's going on here. I don't know why. I don't know what 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 doctor he talked to that gave him this type of recommendation, but now you're setting your team back because they're looking for you to be that fire starter. You have been in and out of the lineup since last year. Now you're going to be rolling into this year. And I don't know, folks. I mean, I've been watching a lot of Saints football in my lifetime. I watched quite a bit. And I watched a lot of Sean Payton press conferences. And I got to tell you, if you can think of any time 
where he has been as candid and real as he was about talking about Michael Thomas's surgery and the delay on surgery, please find it. I can I, I can think of so many times that Sean Payton was, you know, that candid. One when the offensive line Jamal Brown was uh playing like absolutely hot garbage. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he said, nah, bro, this ain't it. This this ain't it, bro. This ain't it. We need to go in another direction. I've seen enough, right? That's one time. Then with the situation with Mark Ingram, you know what I'm saying, having to be suspended at the beginning of the season, and now this right here. Michael Thomas, I hope for the life of me that he did not make a selfish decision. I hope for the life of me that he didn't pull a Scotty Pippen because this right here is just absolutely embarrassing, man. I mean, I don't know what I'm watching. Hell, I don't know if I'm watching the New Orleans Saints offseason or the Dallas Cowboys. Because the Dallas Cowboys are the only team I know that have these many storylines and all these different type of screw-ups going into a season. And I, I, I don't think I got a star on my helm, I mean, on my hat here. I think I got a flirt of Lee on that thing. So whatever going on, please get it together, man. I, I seen the funniest tweet I've seen in quite some time. Somebody said is Drew Brees' middle name Glue because since he's left, this whole team seemed like it's falling apart. They got to get it together, man. I, I don't want to see any more hiccups. Let's try to make sure that we try to get the best product on the field. But speaking of which, let's go ahead and talk about training camp. Let's go ahead and talk about training camp. Let's talk about some of these storylines. The top storyline of the day has to be the fact that Taysom Hill got the first team reps. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait a minute. Some of you probably heard that and probably start rejoicing and dancing around your living room doing a Benson boogie. Slow your roll, all right? Head coach Sean Payton actually explained this after practice, why he decided to go this route. Y'all check it out. Yeah, I thought, I thought today's first practice was good. I thought, you know, the rotation will keep changing day by day and and uh, it's part of the deal. We're evaluating kind of everything we're seeing Uh you know, we're charting throws. We obviously understand what group they're with and all those other things. The decisions that you're arriving with are, are taking place, and you try as a coach not to come in with any, with any. you know. I was taught early on, let, let's, let's evaluate what we see, what we see on film, and, and, uh, and so that's formulated by a lot of reps. So, as you can see, Sean Payton is trying to make sure that he give both guys opportunities uh, to go out there and put their best foot forward. And, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to Sean Payton. I mean, because I want you all to check out that entire in interview. And he talked a little bit about, you know, trying to, you know, eliminate that level of favoritism he may have um, towards one or another one of these uh, quarterbacks. He want to make sure he gives them a fair exchange. But I think that it's the right decision. I mean, Taysom Hill getting those first team reps, uh, you know, from what I hear, he had a pretty decent day. You know, he he threw the ball quite quite well. Uh, you know, a lot of the passes that he threw was kind of like, you know, short yardage passes. But they did like a lot. They put a lot of emphasis on the run on today with Taysom Hill as the as the uh, first string quarterback. Uh, both of these guys got opportunity to throw the ball around. Uh, there was one pass down the field. Taysom Hill tried to hit Deontay Harris, but Deontay Harris ended up dropping a pass. Uh, but, you know, Jameis Winston 
uh they everybody's saying according to reports that he had a really good uh first day you know they say that he looked crisp he looked sharp uh he really tried to stress the field throwing the ball down the field uh he threw a pass uh to Deontay Harris which a lot of people say would have been a touchdown uh he, he caught Juwan Johnson in stride uh he was a pass that he threw to Quan Baker you know Quan Baker kind of juggled it and you know they said the moment of uh of practice was when uh Quan Baker actually bobbled the pass but caught it. Jameis ran down there and encouraged him. So uh, it, it seems like to me both of those guys have really good leadership qualities, and I'm happy that Sean Payton is going to evaluate this in, uh, fairly. You know, so all these other Saints fans out here, you know, that probably uh, think it all, man, he already uh, want Jameis to start, or oh man, he already want Taysom to start. It's going to be a fair exchange, but. I do have something to say about the some individuals that hit me up talking about I'm showing favoritism toward Jameis and not really telling people what's going on with Taysom Hill. All right, first off, uh, man, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to establish relationships and, and relationships with some of these reporters. I mean, y'all seen them come on the State of the Saints podcast. And, you know, I only tell you all what they tell me or what I see them tweet. You know, that that's what I do. Okay, that's right, Packy. I only go by what they tell me. Okay, um, you got some fans out there who, <laughs> for some apparent reason, wants me, uh, you know, to not tell them how good Jameis is. Okay, like the storyline today was Jameis looked more sharp than Taysom. Somebody told me that I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't be reporting it. I'm starting mess. That's exactly what they said. So. It's apparent to me that you have some members of the Who That Nation rather live in denial, okay? In the words of a famous song that was by Jeremiah, basically some of these Saints fans. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't, don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't, you ain't even got to tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. They don't want me to tell them. <laughs> they don't want me to tell them anything. They want me to basically blow smoke up their behind and tell them everything that's so great about Taysom and want me to downgrade Jameis. But we don't work like this on the State of the Saints podcast. Never have, never will. We're going to be 100. And today they said Jameis Winston was more sharper. And this is what I've been telling people. I've been telling people this, okay? You need to suspend your judgment on Jameis Winston. You have to think about the situation he was in. You got to think about the, the the organization that he was a part of. You got to look at the fact that he was the first pick overall. The first pick overall does not go to the best team in the league. It does not even go to a team that's the middle of the pack. It goes to the worst organization in the league. So you are comparing and judging this guy based on coming from an organization that has been one of the worst in the league. And some of you are probably comparing what happened with Tampa last year versus when Jameis was there. But that's a completely different team. So I am telling you to save yourself, okay, from the frustration. Allow these two guys to uh, allow these two guys to come up with a conclusion for you, okay? But as for me, I'm going to give it to you 100, okay? Not 50%, not 25%. We ain't trying to get no, we ain't in no ratings war over here. If you rock with the State of Saints podcast, cool. If you don't, fine. But I am going to tell you what those reporters inside of the organization tell me. 
All right. So if you want the 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 watered down version, if you don't want me to say anything, or once again the words of Jeremiah, you just don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need, you ain't even gotta tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. I mean, this ain't the show for you. <laughs> But thank y'all so much, man. We're about to get into the comments. Thank y'all, man. Appreciate that. I see 143 people watching this live right now, and I appreciate that. So I would ask that you go ahead and give your boy a thumbs up, all right? And also got another favor for some people that can take part in this. Uh, right after the State of the Saints podcast, I will be a guest on a Forever. I love Atlanta podcast. That's Atlanta Falcon podcast. Some of y'all probably remember I was on a podcast a couple months back. Uh, I am going to be coming, going back over there. So immediately following this podcast, I will be joining uh, my guy King and crew over there uh, for the Forever I Love Atlanta podcast. And I'm going to put the link down there so you all can click over and check me out, man. I will ask for the support of the Who That Nation to come on over there. We had a really good time last time. So we want to replicate that good time we had. So make sure y'all come on over for those that can to the Forever I Love Atlanta podcast. And, uh, Go over there and talk a little bit about some Saints football. Marquis says, uh, we told you he was being selfish the last podcast and you was grilling us. bro. it's obvious he made some type of decision. Rather, it was uh, to, ben- uh, defi- to be defiant or whatever. Man, I didn't grill nobody, okay? I didn't grill nobody. But here's the thing. You don't know what the heck was going on. All you did was basically speculate. Okay, if I say heads or tails and I flip a coin and I say tails and it comes up tails, I didn't know it was going to drop his tails. I'm only giving an honest assumption. Okay, all I'm saying is a lot of people try to base their judgment, base their judgment on things that they speculate about. I'm not in the speculation business. I'm not going to come out here and talk about a a guy being selfish or petty or whatever when I ain't got the resources to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. Right. Because that's not the way the world works. See, we in this world today, we like to make these type of speculations. And it has a lot to do with what's going on on social media. A lot of us read between the lines and we think that we know exactly what's going on. We're not patient. We don't wait for the story to reveal itself. We rather go out there and jump out of the window so we can be like, you know, John the Baptist or, or some of these other guys out here, some of these prophets that they have. But I don't work like that. OK. I give my opinion. All I said was, I don't feel like that was the case. I still don't feel like it was the case. All I'm asking is, why did it happen? You don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. So as of right now, we're still speculating. And I don't feel bad about telling anybody to wait for all the facts to come out because that's what you're supposed to do. We rush to conclusions all the time and we end up making fools out of ourselves in the process. So I don't mind waiting on the facts to come out for me to present it to anybody or draw a conclusion based on the facts that come out. Now I can say that Sean Payton was frustrated and he doesn't really uh, come out there and be as open and candid about a player as he was. So I can say that, you know saying that maybe something happened on the end of Michael Thomas. I feel much comfortable with saying that versus a couple of days ago before the press conference actually came out. Then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm just up here just talking you know, just to be talking. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't base my judgment or base my opinions around what I think is going to happen, okay? If you end up being right or, I, you know what I'm saying, after you uh, you say something, then fine. But I'm not going to work like that. It is what it is. And even if you say that, 
just because you're saying he being defiant, you don't know if he was being defiant. Or were you with his doctor? Were you talking to Michael Thomas? No. So we still don't know what happened. All you can, all we, all we can base it on is Sean Payton being angry. That's it. So you can, that can be a, a different. It can be the doctor. It can be the rehab. Uh, you know, the the person that was doing the rehab. It can be Michael Thomas himself. You do not know. So I don't feel bad about saying that. And honestly, you know, you ain't tell me nothing. You know, I mean, I'm just being real. You ain't tell me nothing because you didn't know and you still don't know. So, I mean, you only speculating just like me. Next question. Drew Brees wouldn't have stopped this. Uh, don't you remember PJ Williams got a DUI while Drew, uh, while Drew was the quarterback? Yeah. I mean, look, that's not my opinion. Okay. Maybe somebody, once again, I said that the tweet was funny, right? I said the tweet was funny, but once again, I got to clarify I said the tweet was funny. So I was just using that as a joke. Of course, I know that, that Drew Brees doesn't have anything to do with guys making those type of decisions. Of course, I know that. I just thought the tweet was funny. Uh, that was an awesome interview uh, you did on Juice Sports. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Juice Sports Talk over there. I did I, uh, did an interview with him um, yesterday. And uh, shouts out to him, man. He do a real good job, man. I, I like uh you know his podcast uh it's kind of similar to podcasts over here man they just tell it like it is from a fan's uh, perspective and i can get down with that man i can get down with that tim says uh too much uh doom and gloom stay positive who that nation will be all right next man up we found harris we'll find another player look it's it has absolutely nothing to do with harris or the fact that i feel like all hope is lost what i'm saying is what i'm saying is that they don't need these type of things going into a transition when the most important position on the field is in question as of right now. You need all hands on deck, and guys have to take it upon themselves to show that leadership quality. This isn't a guy who just got into the league, you know what I'm saying, yesterday. I mean, he's going into his third season. So around this time, man, you should be evolving and learning how to be a pro. And you you shouldn't do this, man. I even being a football player, hell, just being a human being in general, you shouldn't drink and drive, period. I don't care how coherent you think you are. You shouldn't do these things, right? I mean, this guy, you know what I'm saying, makes a good amount of money. I mean, he ain't making no real crazy money right now, you know, like, you know, compared to like everyday Joe Blows he does. But, you know, like, man, you could afford to get an Uber Lyft. Or where your friends at? Where, where's the designated driver? Where they at? And if you don't have one, just call an Uber Lyft, man. I mean, it's not like you in, you know what I'm saying, in a stick somewhere, man. You're in Maryland. I'm pretty sure they got a lift on every corner out there. So I can't accept that, man. I just want guys to make better decisions. That's all I'm saying. I understand guys are young. I understand that at that particular age, you feel like you're invincible. But you you can't make those type of decisions, man. Like, anything can happen. How many stories have we heard about guys drinking and driving, run somebody over, running to something? You know, like... Then you find yourself ruining your entire career for a night of fun. I don't think that's a fair exchange. Uh, Saints will be okay, bro. Just relax. I'm good. I'm good. There's no panic in here. I'm just frustrated as a fan. I'm just frustrated because I don't want to see these type of things. I want to make sure that all hands on deck, right? This is a really good football team. And I don't want them to be one of those teams that – or the, the you know the 
they're the reason for their own demise. I'd rather them lose two teams that are starting to get better and just and they just you know didn't have just, just didn't have it, right? Versus them actually not coming in on an equal playing field and losing a game basically before they even get on a bus. I mean, I, I don't like that. I, I don't want I don't want the Saints to be their own demise, right? If they lose to a team, well, they just lose. We'll be frustrated for a couple of days, we'll get over it. But I don't want them to lose because guys are not making the right decisions. And your best pieces that can get you over that hump are not available, not because they're injured, but because they're serving suspensions like that. Come on, man. Like th- those are th- those are man-made situations that you could avoid. You know, it's not like injury, man. You know, like injury injuries happen in football. But man, doing it to yourself, man, I, I just can't accept. Tim Dunn said, or oh, I already read that one. Falcons are laughing. Uh, it must be, he must have a mirror over there. Damien says, that was an awesome interview. I already read that one. A couple of these, I think I strolled back up. I apologize. Let's, let me stroll back down just a little bit. Black and Gold Breakdown Podcast said, Jalen McCleskey as well. Don't forget him. Hit him in stride on a deep uh, route of or crosser. Yeah, you know, Jalen uh, McCleskey, you know, is a guy who, uh, you know, went to Oklahoma State. Then he uh, transferred to Tulane. And this guy's a really good, solid player, you know. And the Saints are definitely going to need somebody like him, especially if uh, Deontay Harris serving a suspension. And to be quite honest with you, uh, if Jalen McCleskey go out there and he continue to make plays, why not start him over Deontay Harris? I mean, look, you got to make better decisions. I can think about a couple years ago with Willie Sneed. Y'all remember Willie Sneed? Uh you know, he had like 900 yards receiving one year, and then the next year he was barely ever featured in, inside the rotation because he got that DUI. So I don't know if Sean Payton going to go that route with him, but Sean Payton has a tendency when guys do things like this, he, he loses trust in them, and he doesn't really call their number as much. But the thing that Deontay Harris has over a guy like Willie Sneed is the fact that he's so dynamic. So you always have a place for that guy in your rotation. But at the same time, uh, you know, Sean Payton ain't trying to babysit nobody. And there's guys that come into this league right now that are chomping at the bit to get some playing time. So if Jalen McCleskey, who is a guy that the Saints signed, and they they think that he has some some great traits and he goes out there and he performs well, and let's just say, uh, you know, he gets the opportunity to be in a rotation in the absence of a Deontay Harris and he performs well, huh, I mean – Deontay, you got to get in where you fit in. So I wouldn't be trying to move my rotation around for a guy who basically brought his own suspension on himself. You know, you did that to yourself. It wasn't an injury. You didn't get hurt. You know, you decided to make a bad decision one night by getting behind a wheel after you were inebriated. So uh, going to need a respirator once when this is all said and done. (laughs) Uh, I hope not. I hope not. Speck said Jameis is a beast. Yeah, I mean, Jameis is a really good quarterback. Jameis is a really good quarterback, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, coming to New Orleans, change of scenery actually helps him become and live up to that potential uh, that we all know that he he could he could be. You know, Tyra says a lot of these off the field decisions affect the team. These guys really need to make better off the field decisions. Seriously, yeah. I mean, look, I think we all can relate to the fact of being young. You know, like we all 
you know, were young or are young, you know, if you if you you know in your twenties, early twenties, and we're not going to make the best decisions. You know, there there are decisions that you know that you make. You think back, like, man, that was just a a crazy, insane decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think about like some of the things that I did when I was in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, just like why? You know what I'm saying? Just 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 crazy stuff. You know that that you just think about. But you just you live your life at that particular time like you undefeated. And then you add some some extra zeros in your bank account. You know, you, you already got like this level of confidence. So a lot of these guys don't make the right decisions, man. That's why you need guys, you know, that that are thorough around you. You know, guys that are going to make you think about the long term ramifications of your actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about the long term effects of what your decisions can actually do to you. So I think that he made a mistake. I don't think he's going to do it again. Hopefully not. Uh, but, I mean, it's going to cost the team, man. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's a special player. It, 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 we know the way he can do. We know he's a game changer. I mean, look no further than that divisional round versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he was out there balling out. You know, he leaves the game, and, and that was a huge void that was missing from the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints need him in the lineup. And I think if he looked at it that way, then I don't think he'll be making the same type of decisions. You know, I mean, how does it affect you when somebody that you love and appreciate says to you, I need you? You know, I, look, I need you. I mean, it makes you step your game up. If you're lacking in something, it's going to make you do a little reflection, you know, reflecting in a mirror. Right. And um, this team needs him. You know, he's a special player. He, he's He's a key cog in the wheel of success of the New Orleans Saints. I mean, he's he's a dynamic player. Uh, my mom says, hi, what's going on, mom? Appreciate you being here. Josh says, uh, no, uh, it's all, let me see, it's preposterous uh, that your employer can punish you for personal stuff that doesn't affect your ability to perform your job. If uh, you break a law, it's the court's job to punish you. Well, Josh, I, I, I assume that you're talking about the whole vaccine situation. Uh, I actually agree with that. Um, I am vaccinated, but I do feel like that needs to be a choice. Uh, this is a democracy. You know what I'm saying? It's the land of the free, home of the brave. This is America. Uh, you know, people have a right to make those type of decisions medically. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you do the research and you feel like it's not in your best interest, why not? Okay. If you do the research and you feel like it is in your best interest, why not? Okay, but I don't feel like we need to go into forcing people or making people feel bad about the decisions that they make. You know, like, you know, we're trying to do that in every aspect of, you know, of our lives. You know, like we we want people, you know, what I'm saying to feel free. Right. You know, when we think about, you know, people, you know, you know, race, color, creed, uh, sexual orientation, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we tell people they can do whatever they want freely. And I think it needs to also include uh, medical stuff as well. You know, so I, I do fall into that category. And like I said, I am vaccinated. Uh, do I feel like people should get vaccinated? Yes. You know, but if you don't want to get vaccinated, it's your choice. And I, I, I don't want to fall into that category. I mean, I don't want to fall into a category of, you know, telling people how to live their lives. You know, I mean. At the, at the radio station, you know, as a producer and stuff like that, you know, we, we come up with these different PSAs. And, you know, my job is to create these different PSAs, you know, and 
And some of the PSAs that I come up with is, you know, uh, you know, telling people about COVID vaccinations. You know, I make sure and I make sure that I'm not just telling people to go out here and get themselves vaccinated. What I do is I just get the research together. I can, you know, put it together and I just put it out there. And whatever happens, you know, what I'm saying whatever decision you come up with is your decision. I'm not in a business of trying to change anybody's mind about how they, the way that they think. But I will put that information out there. Kind of similar to the State of the Saints podcast. I don't try to change people's opinion. I give my opinion. It's up to you to come up with your own. And if you like mine, then cool. If you don't, then, you know, find a find another solution. You know, but that's the way life should work. That's my opinion. Uh, if I'm paying you to represent my company, I need you to carry yourself a certain way. Uh, yeah, Jay. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean... I don't think that you need to, you know, embarrass your employee or anything like that. You know, if you have to carry yourself a certain way, there's a certain code of conduct you're supposed to have. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of like with my job. You know, I, I signed like this agreement. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, there are certain things that I can't do. You know what I'm saying? Because it, I am a representative of 90.9 FM. You know, like when I leave out and walk throughout the community, you know, like people recognize me from the radio station. So. If I'm out here doing different things that's you know that that people consider negative, is a reflection on where I work. So you you have to be able to make better decisions. You know, like it's a, it's a certain code of conduct. I know people like to let their head down and all that kind of stuff, but you know, if if you're working for a business, you know, you got to make sure that you know you're carrying yourself in a certain way. You know, because though if you don't, I mean, there's a possibility you can lose your job. And I'd rather lose my job because I'm not performing well, not because I decided to make a boneheaded decision one Friday or one Saturday night. Tyrell says, I see a lot of potential in the receivers outside of Thomas and Harris. I personally like Callaway and Smith, but I'm eager to see what McCleskey and Baker can do. I'm interested to see some of these younger guys too. I just think that these guys don't get a fair shake because we don't know who they are really. And they're unproven. We're more comfortable with guys that we recognize right we we're, we recognize guys like a golden tape who i like right we know what he can do we know what he brings to the table we've seen him do it throughout his entire career a guy like des bryant we've seen what he can do throughout his career some of these other guys larry fitzgerald or what have you that are out there on the street we see that but the saints know who is good for their system some sometimes guys are good for their system like if nine times out of ten if a coach has some money and he's picking a cornerback nine times out of ten they probably would they probably would have picked steven nelson over somebody like brian Poole. i mean because steven nelson is a guy who has proven himself to be pretty solid in the national football league a guy that you can play on the outside playing in some real you know what I'm saying playing in some big games showed himself as a professional on the outside, most likely people would have went that route. But you look at somebody like Brian Poole, the Saints are looking at the way that they actually scheme and how well this guy can tackle. So sometimes we want the team to get the, the player that we want, but it might not be a good fit. The Saints want guys that have certain qualities, that can do certain things, that, that, that coincide with the offense or the defensive scheme. And – it's with anything in life, right? You know, like, you know, if, if you go out there and, you know, let's just say that you want a car, right? 
You know what I'm saying? You're going to get a car that fits your personality nine times out of 10. Now, if you're like a kid or something like that, you're going to get what your parents give you. But once you get older, you get established, you want something that fits you. Rather it's that truck, rather it's that sports car, rather it's that hybrid, rather it's, you know what I'm saying, something that's eco-friendly. You're going to get something that, that, that represents you, right? You know, like just imagine if you're a sports car guy, muscle car guy, and you got a salesman keep on giving you, you know, showing you pictures of Yaris and Prius. Like, no, I don't want this. I want the muscle car. You know what I'm saying? That fits my personality. That's what I'm into. So sometimes, it, it, you know, nothing wrong with a, with a Prius or nothing like that. Very fuel efficient, but it's just not a good fit for you. You know what I'm saying? You want something that, that got a little bit more muscle in it. You know what I'm saying? Something that give you a little bit more of a torque, you know? So the Saints know what they're doing when it comes to getting guys into the system. I, I don't understand how anybody can question Sean Payton as a play caller when it comes to like getting the white right or the right wide receivers because they do a really good job with that. So I would never second guess anything they're doing because I know for a fact if the Saints were just in desperate need of trying to get a wide receiver, they would try to go out there and they would get one as soon as possible. But for him to feel like they're okay with what they actually have right now, I think you as a fan should be comfortable with that as well. But here's one wide receiver that has a lot to prove this season. It's Traquan Smith. And he talked to the media about uh, some of the opportunities he's going to get, especially uh, since Michael Thomas won't be in the lineup for a couple weeks. Uh, personally, I feel like it's it's wide open for me right now. Uh, you know, sadly, Mike being gone for, you know, how long he's going to be gone. So uh, the opportunity is basically up to me. You know, if I do what I got to do and uh, I focus on my plays and myself, uh, I feel like the opportunity can be substantial. Yeah, man. So Traquan Smith, it's just something different about him uh, this season to me. You know, I, I can tell, like, just listening to his interview. And, and once again, I encourage everybody to check out these interviews in this in their entirety. Um, I'm only just doing clips. But you can just really tell, man, the comfort level that he has uh, going into uh, his fourth year. Uh, you know, it seems like he's he's more focused. He's more dialed in. It seems like he's more sure of himself. And that's what you need right now, because Michael Thomas is going to be out for a couple of weeks. You need a guy that can step up, a guy that's familiar with the system and somebody that Jameis and Taysom can count on to make plays need be. So it was good to see that. And of course, the Saints need guys to step up. And they need leaders, right? They need somebody to really step up to be that leader in the absence of a guy that we all say and, and consider a real true leader, and that's Drew Brees. But a lot of Saints fans are looking at a guy like Demario Davis. And Demario Davis spoke to the media as well, and he talked about, you know, being a leader and, and emerging to possibly be that 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 leader and fill that void that's left by a great quarterback in Drew Brees. Leadership is a lifestyle. It's not something you turn on in the locker room. It's not something that you, you turn on on game day. It's, it's so much that goes into that. And most of it is just about being an example. Um, anytime, any year, you know, uh, you come in, it's on those leaders to step out in front to, to exemplify and be an example of what our culture is. You know, it's a reason why we've had so much success, you know, over the past three, four years. Um, it has to do with the culture. And... That's the leaders, you know, on this team, and that's not one or two guys. It's 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 a group of them, and and that's how you have that consistency and 
um, that continuity and that chemistry that, that continues to show itself, you know, uh, every year on game day. And I think the guys in the locker room that's been doing it will continue to do it. And, um, and that's what makes it so fun and so easy here. So as you can see, I mean, Demario Davis, he's up to the challenge. Uh, this is a guy we don't never have to worry about. Um, definitely a, a natural born leader. Uh, if we're going to lose Drew Brees, I'm glad that we have a player like Demario Davis to carry that torch to be that leader. Now, I'm pretty sure it's going to be between uh, him and Cam Jordan, but I think both of those guys, uh, the Saints are in good hands. RJ Mason says, hey, TJ, you doing a show tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to have to see about that. Um, it, it all depends, man, uh, what's going on on tomorrow. I'm going to try to uh, do a show tomorrow, but of course, uh, you know, normally my wife, um, she's when she works late, you know, I, I'm with Paxton and, you know, I mean, it depends, you know, like, so I don't want to say that I will. I'm going to try my best to do a show. Uh, maybe, you know, it depends on the time. Uh, I can be able to do one a little bit earlier than actually doing it now. I'm actually doing the show in the evening for those that are checking out uh, the, the recorded version instead of the live, which we're doing now. But I try to see if I can do something, but uh, I'll let you all know. I'll keep you posted. Uh, hey, TJ, I'm good with our young receiving court, but Golden Tate uh, is still out there. Uh, should we go after him? Uh, I would have to say, let's see about it. You know, like when you're hearing about guys like Juwan Johnson making plays, you're hearing about guys like Jalen McCleskey making plays and Traquan Smith, you know, rising to the occasion, stepping up, Quan Baker out there making circus catches. When you start to hear stuff like that, you know, it gives you this level of confidence. And I think that's what the Saints are doing right now. They got this whole wait and see approach. And I think we need to have a wait and see approach as well, folks. You know, I, like I said before, I understand that when guys don't have that credibility, that cachet, if you will, in the words of Dusty Rose, but I understand it, it makes, uh, you know, rooting for a team a tad bit scary. But I think that Sean Payton is going to do the right thing. Sean Payton has never, ever, ever been one of those coaches that's just like, well, we just going to go with the guys that are here. No, we've seen on countless occasions, if something is not working, they are going to look on the outside to see what they can actually do. And that also involves them being aggressive. You know, like the Saints aren't afraid to go out here and get a guy. They're not afraid to go out here and trade for a guy. We've seen them make a trade to bring Teddy Bridgewater into the organization. We've seen them go out here, try to make a, you know, make a deal in order for Eli Apple to come up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? We've seen them uh, with Janora Jenkins when he uh, left the, the New York Giants. You know what I'm saying? He came here. You know, Quan Alexander last season, they made a trade with, with, with Kiko Alonso. You know, I mean, so, and even with Kiko Alonso, they made a trade with that. You know, so the Saints aren't afraid to go out here and make deals. And they've never been that way. They've never been that way. So I don't understand the concern because they are going to do what's best for the team. They are going to aggressively do whatever is within their means and power to make sure that they get the right pieces in place. I mean, even with the Davion Clowney, I mean, I'm, we glad that it didn't work out now. You know what I'm saying? Behind sight is 2020. I mean, the Saints were trying to do something that was unprecedented, right? They were trying to do something like a trade that you would see in the NBA, right? So they're always trying to find different ways to make the team better. They're always trying to throw something against the wall and trying to see if it actually sticks. 
So as long as these wide receivers are out here right now, I think that the Saints are kind of treating this thing similar to that of the quarterback competition. They're going to give these guys enough reps in order for them to make a conscious decision on do we have the right rotation of guys or do we need to go out here to see what's in free agency or maybe we can make a deal with a team that we can probably bring somebody in that can make a couple plays. I mean, we, we heard them, you know, talking about with Brandon Cooks and stuff like that. So maybe it didn't work out. Maybe they think they're going to wait and see and see, you know, maybe they got a Brandon Cooks up in there at, at training camp somewhere. There's always diamonds in the rough somewhere. There are always diamonds in the rough every single year. There's always one, two, maybe even three players on the New Orleans Saints team that we do not see coming and they come in and they become fan favorites. Okay. We've seen it with Pierre Thomas back in the day, right? We've seen it with Lance Moore. We've seen it with Marcus Colston, you know, guys like that, guys that, you know, the Saints picked up. People just expected those guys to kind of just be those rotation guys, borderline bubble guys, and they turn into fan favorites. So I trust the process of the New Orleans Saints. History has shown us that they will aggressively do whatever they have to do in order to make this team work. So as fans, I think we need to wait and see to see if we actually have some some talent that can go out there and make some plays, man. Let's just wait and see. And if if it doesn't work out, trust and believe they're going to find somebody that will make it work out. Uh, did you see how much little Jordan Humphrey has slimmed down? Yeah, I saw that. You know, I, I saw that little Jordan Humphrey slimmed down. Uh, I don't want to say he slimmed down. It just seemed like he just kind of toned up to me. Uh, you know, I think he just kind of toned up, which, you know, you, you need that, you know, because especially like when you're catching those passes and you want to get their yards after the catch, you want to be able to, you know, break some tackles. And, you know, like little Jordan Humphrey understands the task at hand here. I mean, he's going into his third season. Uh, he saw a little bit of the field last year, but I'm pretty sure this guy just don't want to be just a, you know, a decoy receiver that's just out there for blocking. He wants to make plays. You know, when you catch that first touchdown in the National Football League, I've heard guys say, man, it's like an addiction. Like you want to go back to the end zone. And when he caught that pass, man, that was against the Kansas City Chiefs late in the fourth quarter. I mean, you can tell, man, it meant something to him. And, you know, you, you want that feeling. And when guys see that, you know, man, I'm getting this opportunity. It makes you want to go out there and put your best foot forward to make those opportunities continue to come into your lap. But let's take a quick break, and I want to thank the fine folks at Manscaped.com. Now, some of you may know that the State of the Saints podcast is presented by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com is the place to go for all of your male grooming needs. Now, if you go to Manscaped.com and use the promo code State of Saints, that's all one word, lowercase letters, State of Saints, you will save 20% off on all male grooming items so visit manscape.com use the promo code state of saints and pick out some some great items today man i guarantee you you'll thank me later no 5047 says just make smarter decisions i absolutely agree with that you got to make smarter decisions uh money is on the line uh production is on the line gotta make smarter decisions Ask swag facts, people not uh looking at the long looking at it long term. Uh off topic, Russell Westbrook has been traded to the Lakers. Yeah, I heard about that. I think uh I think it was uh Kyle Kuzma, 
uh Harold was a part of that trade. I want to say uh some draft picks. And I want to say Caldwell Poe was also a part of that trade. So uh, Russ, Russell Westbrook gets an opportunity to go to a contender. I think that it would be a good three-headed monster. You know, Russell Westbrook uh, is a great facilitator of, of the ball. He's a walking, talking, triple-double. And, uh, you know, I think it's about that time where, you know, he tries to go out there and make a deep run at this playoff thing. You know, I think that he and LeBron James at the beginning uh, may have a little bit of some issues, you know, when it comes to chemistry. But I think as the season progress, I think they are going to uh, get that uh, chemistry together and the Lakers uh, will win some games. Now, is that going to equate to some championship success? I mean, that remains to be seen. But it seems like the Lakers are trying to do their best to try to kind of restructure the team, trying to build uh, up a championship contender so they can be able to compete in the West uh, in the future. Yo, TJ on vacation in Williamsburg. Uh, wish I traveled down a little further. I'm surprised because my girl loves Myrtle Beach. Inev- inevitable. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I was actually supposed to uh, be doing an event uh, in Williamsburg County this weekend, man. But unfortunately, uh, I can't do it. Uh, it's supposed to be one of the hottest uh, hottest days of the of the year out here in South Carolina, man. So we decided as a station to make a conscious decision not to take part in it. Uh, it was actually a, a, a music festival that's taking place in King Street, South Carolina. Um, I was supposed to uh, take part in that, but we, you know, but nevertheless, man, I, I mean, I like Myrtle Beach. I, I love staying here. I love uh, being this close to the beach. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, probably not going to live here forever. You know, that's something that me and my wife thought about, you know, maybe uh, making a move in a, in a, in a future, but uh you know, I like being here and, uh, you know, I think it's a, a, you know, a good place to uh, raise a family. Depends on where, where you stand. At. Ryan G says, I would love for us to get Howard, uh, but likely uh, we will go after uh, Kirkpatrick or Conley. I think Conley would be a good fit, but don't mind Kirkpatrick. Um, I just want somebody that's solid. I just want somebody that's solid. I, I mean, whatever best, I just want somebody that's solid and we don't have to worry about that much okay um i just want some guy that's aggressive that can tackle and that can be where he needs to be and um you know i i I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that the saints couldn't get xavier howard uh i i believe that they can get xavier howard uh wouldn't surprise me if the saints being that sweepstakes like i think the source was two playoff teams called about them it wouldn't surprise me if the saints uh, weren't one of those teams that called the Miami Dolphins and the Saints and the Miami Dolphins have a pretty good relationship man you know <laughs> they do man you know they, they've uh, made some trades before so the relationship between the Saints and the Dolphins uh, it, it has uh, worked in the past so who who knows it it might happen again Tyra uh, I heard it and Russ goes to LA with LeBron and AD yeah uh chris really bro I don't, I don't know exactly what chris said let's make this a big night for likes hit that button i agree with my mom on that one man if you're enjoying the state of saints podcast go ahead and hit that like button i appreciate you all for being here i'm just excited man football season is here i don't understand how anybody can't be excited about this some actual news some actual comp conversations some press conferences some some intrigue i mean it's it, it is so exciting and um, I'm also excited. Uh, once again, I will be on a Forever I Love Atlanta 
podcast immediately following the State of the Saints podcast. I'm going to go ahead and put that link uh, in the description uh, right now and in the comments uh, for those that want to come over. Uh, it's a podcast, the Atlanta Falcons a podcast. We're going to be talking about uh, an NFC South. So if you're not doing anything, here's the link uh, to go over there, you know, uh, immediately following uh, the State of the Saints podcast, supposed to kick off uh, 9 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Uh, well, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So, Slim says, Who that everybody? Yo, TJ, do the Saints bring Quine back soon? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, look, that's one of those things that I feel like is in the realm of possibility. Quine Alexander coming back to the New Orleans Saints. I don't know exactly what happened. Maybe the Saints threw a pitch at him. Maybe he feels like, man, I want to go shop around a little bit before I make this decision. You know, some of these guys actually like this courtship process, you know, being able to go out here to see some of the perks and, and some of the things that, that teams are, are offering them, you know, before they actually make a decision. And I have no problem with it. Uh, Quan Alexander is a really good linebacker, but at the same time, uh, you only can focus on what's in your locker room right now. Now, I heard that uh, Noah Spence, uh, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, uh, he's been injured a little bit throughout his career. He was playing more of that weak side linebacker. Now, he's a really good linebacker when he's playing and when he's well. So the Saints did have him with some first-team reps. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to look at Pete Warner uh, with that weak side, give Zach Vaughn an opportunity to be a part of that. So uh, we'll see, you know. But with Quan Alexander, I think you have something, uh, you know, that is missing as of right now you got a certainty you got a guy that is for certain going to do some damage at the linebacker position so would love to see him there uh don't know what the issue is like i said maybe it's uh the process he wants to go and see what other teams have to offer and he has to do what's best for him man you know i would love to see him in the saints uniform but this is about what's in the best interest for you you know you got to be able to take care of your family and uh also be able to uh contribute to a team and also hopefully go to a team that has the recipe for success ghostface griller thank you very much for the five dollars say tj you killed it on the uh jew sports falcon podcast you are firing on all cylinders so proud to be part of this podcast ghostface thank you so much for being a supporter and your five dollars man uh thank you so much and i appreciate you as well you know i love doing this podcast i don't think it's a shock to anybody uh, we're going into our fourth season here on the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, the State of the Saints podcast is under the Pig, uh, Pigskin Podcast Network for the first time, a brand new uh, media affiliate, you know. So I'm excited about helping that media, uh, you know, that media uh, lab, uh, media company actually grow. So I'm, I'm, I'm up to the task, man. So we got some good things uh, happening here on the State of the Saints podcast. Uh manscape uh pick your boy up for a little bit longer and you know just just a lot of things that are happening here on the state of saints podcast we have great interviews we have great content and most importantly we have great conversations and that's something i think we all can appreciate so thank y'all for making this show what it is okay i couldn't have, i couldn't do this show alone okay i mean i have a, a lot of co-hosts here and 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 by you guys always giving me this information and making sure that i'm informed uh you know about information it means a lot to me uh that you all uh you know you know 
come to me and and listen, you know, and appreciate what what I have to say. So I'm I'm humbled by that. My mom says, "Hey, Uncle uh, TJ is Kalen." Oh, okay, so Kalen uh, is using my mom's uh, YouTube, uh, but Kalen, uh, thank you so much for being here, man. I want to let you know I'm proud of you, man. My Kalen uh, is actually playing football. Uh, this first year, of Pop Warner football. He had his first uh, little scrimmage game over the, uh, this past weekend. And um, I'm proud of you, man. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I know you're going to get about uh, 20 sacks this season. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. And hopefully one day, you know, your, your uncle, uh, Uncle Timmy, as you call me, uh, be able to, you know, call some of your games in the future, man. So I'm proud of you and I love you. And thank you for being here. Thank you. Jared says, TJ, what are your thoughts on the defensive tackle position with Anya being out for six games? Who do you see stepping up? Love the show. Keep it up. Jared, uh, look, young guys going to have to step up. But I have to say on the interior alignment, that, on, on the interior line, that's the only position that really scares me. Like, because the Saints really pride themselves uh, at stopping a run. And they have done a really good job over the last couple of years. Only one 100-yard rusher in the last two, you know, two years, okay? And I want to say it was, you know, Samuels, you know what I'm saying? So... The way I look at it, you know, I think they need somebody that's a seasoned veteran. I think you need to look at somebody uh, out there like a Geno Atkins. I think they need some veteran leadership, some veteran blood uh, blood inside of the organization. So I would love to see a veteran uh, with somebody like Malcolm Roach, Shy Tuttle, uh, Lorenzo Neal Jr., who I feel like is going to make the team and maybe get some a guy like, you know, Davenport, or uh, Tano Passigno to play both outside and inside. I mean, I was looking at a press conference uh, today. Uh, I was looking at a press conference today, and it looks like Marcus Davenport kind of gained a little weight. So I'm I'm excited about that, man. I apologize, man. Paxton crying in the background. He's very upset right now. My wife must not be giving him something (laughs) that he wants. Let's see. Uh, We don't need to bring all these big-name people, and let's see what we will have in our picks uh yeah you know i guess let's just wait and see you know let's wait and see what's going to happen before we actually come up with these decisions okay uh i'm i'm willing to i'm willing to uh wait you know before i make the you know make any rash decisions of what they what i feel like they should should have uh dang four years sheesh uh time fly glad to say i've been here too and some change yeah, Damien, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we started, uh, yeah, back in uh, what, 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like the you know football season 2018. So yeah, we've uh, this is our fourth season during the State of the Saints podcast. Taysom uh, does have a long way to go for quarterback number one battle to Hall of Fame, but he will do it. Watch and see. Well, Justin, uh, you know, I mean, if that's the way that you feel about it, uh, look, I'm not here to stop you. Okay, yes, I agree. He has a long way to go, but he does have a shot. I'm not in that department of saying he has no shot at all. We never know what's going to happen. I hope nothing bad happens, but, I mean, this is football. So that's that's why I don't understand, like, why people are hoping that one of these guys fail. I mean, because you really don't know. Football is a game of uncertainty. One of these guys might end up starting, right? One of these guys might end up starting, and I'm knocking on wood when I say this, what if one of those guys get hurt? You expect that other guy to come in and perform well too. So 
this is a great situation to be in if you're a Saints fan. You actually have guys that can actually play, you know, that's that's going to be the starter as well as the backup. So I'm praying and, and hoping for both of these guys to have success. And I'm hoping that it's so hard, you know, it's like a, you know, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not going to be this but i hope it's something similar to a steve young joe montana type situation where it kept bill walsh up at night you know what i'm saying trying to decide who he needs to go with i hope it's that nip and tuck i'm not gonna lie to you because it means that we're in good hands regardless to what decision that they make so i'm excited either way it go i want both of those guys to succeed and if you're a saint fan a real card carrying member of the who that nation you're not hoping that Jameis slip up or you're not hoping that Taysom slips up you're hoping that both of these guys go out here and have one of the best training camps of their career that way we can be solidified no matter what the situation is that's the way I look at it anybody that's praying for a downfall of either one of these quarterbacks I question you as a Saints fan because no fan of any team that I feel should be rooting against anybody on the team you should respect the competition and respect the decision that the coaches make okay that's the way i fit uh alfred says uh do you think they push peyton turner into the middle well that wouldn't surprise me i mean he played I, i'll get back to you uh yeah, i'll get back to you uh the next to the next question but it wouldn't surprise me at all uh if they decide to do that you know he played inside and outside uh you know throughout college so wouldn't surprise me man so it's a good it's a good it's a good thing that they actually have a guy that can be that versatile and you know and i'm pretty sure they weren't thinking about it at the time but it's good to actually have that and came to that decision and know that this guy uh actually played both positions because it can help you don't make me cry you are just so wonderful and supportive god bless you all well kaylin look man i do you know you already know man you (laughs) Uh, you know i care about you and love you man and i'm I'm proud of you i really am uh no lie uh, i've been fine if cam or uh, went inside more for this season i mean he played a little bit of inside uh you know gajil uh i i seen that you know he played a little bit on the inside i mean but he i'm pretty sure he prefers to be on the outside i mean he's been playing his entire career so let some of these young cats do it and if push come to shove and they're not doing their job then Let's just have him as a last resort. I think he earned that right. Dennis, uh, thank you very much for the $5. Says TJ, glad to be here for another State of the Saints podcast. Best community for real. Who that? I agree with that. Okay, I'm being extremely biased (laughs) uh, because I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. But, you know, I appreciate everybody here, man. I think that this is a solid community. Very knowledgeable. uh, Very uh learn it uh and we also have individuals that are, are willing to learn and I, I like how here on the state of saints podcast saint fans that, that that come here understand that we all don't have it figured out and we're willing to get information from one another add our little two cents in and we, we have like a plethora of knowledge and we leave this podcast better and more knowledgeable because we all worked together and collaborated to make this podcast a success. So, yeah. I'm going to take a few more, then I'm going to get ready for uh, the Forever I Love Atlanta podcast. Once again, uh, that link uh, is in the comments if you want to come over. It's going to take place uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Um, if you all want to come over and check it out for a little while. It's supposed to go for about 
I say about you know about thirty. I mean about forty-five minutes to hour, if I'm not mistaken. So come on over. Uh, should be exciting. Was excited last time, and looking forward to doing it again. What's uh, what's best is both quarterbacks play awesome. Exactly. That's what I don't understand. Like just going back and forth, you know who that nation he. You know I, I'm Team Taysom. I'm Team Jameis. Look, I'm Team Saints. Okay, whatever helps the Saints win. I'm for, in the words of Master P, I'm about it, about it, okay? I mean, I'm just, that's just what it is. I'm about it, about it. Whatever helps this team win, and don't make me feel like I'm a Bengals fan, I'm straight, okay? I'm good. I, I just want this team to be successful, wherever it takes, okay? Whoever it has to be, I don't care who it is, right? But I hope that both guys knock it out the park and and make this decision so hard for Sean Payton and his coaching staff that he basically have to flip a coin to figure it out. That's what I want. All right. And uh, finally, we're gonna um, read Earl's comment. Earl says, "Who that, my bro? I've been watching for a while now. Awesome job. Okay. Thank you, Earl. Thank you so much for for tuning in, uh, being a part of the Who That Nation, and uh, checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Really do appreciate it." And thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. If you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast, go ahead and give the show a thumbs up. Let everybody know that you love the State of the Saints podcast. You love the content. If you're new to the channel and you're a Saints fan and you're ready for the NFL season and you want to keep uh, being informed about the New Orleans Saints and you want to you know, be on one of the most interactive Saints podcasts out there, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button, okay? We'd love to have you. If you're a fan of another team, we would love to have you too. Come join the Who That Nation. Come join the State of the Saints podcast. Subscribe to the channel. You can check out previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Special thank you to everybody in the chat. Special thank you to Manscaped, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. I'll see some of you a little bit later on on the Forever I Love Atlanta podcast. Love you all. Know everybody ready for some football. I'm saying who that because I'm excited about this 2021 season. And you keep it locked right here on the SOTS podcast for all your up-to-date Saints news. Till next time, all I got to say is who that.